We've been talking about the biblical uh, covenants uh, uh, that, uh, that the Bible talks about covenants, and we've uh, covered quite a bit of ground in it. And tonight we're going to be talking about the Palestinian uh, covenant, and uh, uh, we're going to we're going to talk about that. And I will, and, and I will say this: um, that word Palestinian that. That's what they have in the um, uh, our, our Bible scholars and our books and stuff. That's that's the name that they use because uh, here the last uh, thirty-five or forty years they named Israel over there the land of Palestine, but uh, Palestine is not re- mentioned in the Bible and. The only way they, the only reason why they did that, is to slap the Jewish people in the face because that word, any time, any, if you hear him talk about Palestine on the news or anything like that, uh, remember where that name actually come from. They got that name from the ancient enemy of the Jews that was always fighting uh, the Jews in the Old Testament. Of course, we're, talk, we're talking about the Philistines. And uh, 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 this covenant tonight, uh, the reason why they call it, it's called the Palestinian covenant. It has to do with the land over there, the land of Israel. And it's a covenant between God and the nation of Israel. And what we're going to be talking about tonight and studying about tonight, this is... This, because of what I'm going to show you tonight, this is why all of that land over there belongs to Israel and nobody else has a right to it. Because it was a covenant that God made between Israel. Hallelujah. Now, and, you know, that's, that's what's going to bring about the final battle over there. That's, that's what's going to get Russia involved. That's what's going to get... Uh, a bunch of them uh, brought there, and that final battle is going to take place. Uh, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense if when you think about uh, the size of the nation of Israel. I mean, we've got we we've got states here in America that's you know twice as big as the land of Israel, or better, <coughs> and uh, but they don't want Israel to have no part of that land. And they keep wanting to give away. They need they say they need to give up this and they need to give up they don't need to give up nothing. It belongs to them. God gave it to them. It was through the covenant that God gave them. And I know eventually the the uh, the battle about this is going to it's going to bring about that final war. And they're going to come in to try to forcibly take it away from Israel. The Bible's full of scriptures that talks about this happening. Uh, but that's, that's, that's what's going to bring Jesus back. You read in the book of Revelation about him coming from heaven, riding the white horse with the army of heaven. That, that's what's going to bring him riding the white horse. When they gather over there, to attack Israel that final time and try to take that land away, God himself is going to stand up and fight for them. Hallelujah. 
And I don't want to be on the side of those that's against Israel. I don't want to. And so let's go ahead and read the scriptures that we got about this tonight. Uh, we're going to be reading first uh, in the book of Deuteronomy, the 29th chapter. And I want to read verse 1, Deuteronomy uh, 29 and 1. These are the words of the, of the covenant. <coughs> Excuse me, I um, blame Sister Darlene. She gave me all this stuff. <laughs> These are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the children of Israel in the land of Moab. Besides, now I've got, we've got that highlighted in yellow. Besides the covenant which you made with them in Horeb. Now, I want to stop right there and I want you to look at that. We just got through talking about, and we was on that for two or three weeks, the Mosaic Covenant. And that was the law. And this covenant came about after that. And a lot of times when people are studying the covenants, they overlook this one. They go from the Mosaic covenant right to the, uh, to the covenant that we're under today. But there was one more covenant after the Mosaic covenant. And it tells you there and explains to you that there were two different covenants. He said, these are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the children of Israel in the land of Moab besides the covenant which he made with them in Horeb. Horeb is the mountain that Moses was on uh, when God gave him the commandments, the Ten Commandments. Okay? So, see, this is a totally different covenant and it come about after that covenant. We don't want to skip this one and go into the covenant of grace that we're living under today because this is important for the nation of Israel. He said this is the covenant beside the covenant that he made with them in Horeb. All right? Stay in the 29th chapter and let's go down to verse 14. And we're going to read verses 14 and 15. <clears throat> I make this covenant and this oath, not with you alone, but with him who stands here with us today before the Lord our God, as well as with him who is not here with us today. That, that, the way that word, it lets us know... <clears throat> that that's not only that generation, but that's the, that's the succeeding generations. All those that's going to come after them. So see, when, when people want to say, well, the Jews today don't have the right to the, to the land like maybe they had it at one time. They left, lost it. But he said, he said that, before the Lord our God, as well as with him who is not here with us today. This is a continuation, folks. Hallelujah. One reason why 
God has blessed America is up to, up to now, America has always stood up for Israel. America's not always did everything right as far as righteousness goes. <laughs> it's all, America's always had her share of sins. I mean, we don't want to be, not be delusional about that. But despite some of our weaknesses in the past, God has still blessed America and been with America because America has always blessed Israel. And we read some scriptures here uh, two or three weeks ago. God says, I'm going to bless them who bless you. That's why America's been blessed so. And that's one reason why people start better start running scared now because all this sin and degradation we got going on now and we got a White House and we got people wanting to turn their back on Israel and want to try to make them give up that land, I'm going to tell you something, that blessing of America is going to turn to judgment. It's going to turn to judgment. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, is there, is there another verse that goes with that one? All right, let's go down to Deuteronomy 30, and uh, there are six verses here that we're going to read and talk about. It says, Now it shall come to pass, when all these things come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you shall call them to mind among all, <coughs> the nations where the Lord your God drives you, and you return to the Lord your God and obey his voice according to all that I command you today, you and your children and all your heart and with all your soul, that the Lord your God will bring you back from captivity and uh, have compassion on you, and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scared. Leave it right there for a moment. No, look, look at that scripture close. This is in the book of Deuteronomy in the Old Testament, <coughs> written, uh, written 3,000 years before Jesus was born. And God made this covenant we're talking about. This is the Palestinian covenant, which, which is the covenant that God says you're going to always have a right to this land. That's, that's what it means. It, as you jot notes down, you're going to always, this land is going to be your right. And even if you get driven away, and scattered, which for many years the Jewish people were scattered. He said, I'm going to have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered you. Next verse. If any of you are driven out to the Father's parts under heaven... From there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you. 
Then the Lord your God will bring you to the land, notice this now, which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. He will prosper you, multiply you <coughs> more <coughs> than your fathers. Thank you. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. Now this right here is the meat of this covenant that we're talking about tonight. And we have seen we have seen this, these scriptures fulfilled in the generation that we live in. Before 1948, there was not a nation of Israel. They had been driven out. They were scattered to the four corners of the world. Other people lived there. But we are we're seeing these scriptures fulfilled right before our eyes. It was May the 15th, May the 14th, excuse me, May the 14th, 1948, that that treaty was signed. And the flag for the nation of Israel began to fly again over Jerusalem. These scriptures that we read here tonight were fulfilled. Now, that's the biggest Bible prophecy. That's one of the biggest things that, that we can imagine, folks, to let you know that the Bible's for real. Because the, the Bible wrote this was going to happen thousands of years ago. And we've seen it in this generation. He brought them back. Now, my daddy <coughs> and his family settled in Nashville in 19 and 19. That's a, a few days ago. And he remembers well. He said, when they first moved to Nashville, everything on DeMumran Street in downtown Nashville was operated by Jews. Every store, everything up there, juice, shoe stores, clothing stores, you name it, they was everywhere. Not only in Nashville, but all the major cities of the United States. But from 1919, when my dad and his family came to Nashville and settled, something began to happen. In 1948, the flag began to fly again. 
and Jews from Nashville, from other cities all over the world, has been flocking back to Israel. Fulfilling the greatest prophecy in our day, Douglas, the greatest prophecy. God said, he says, I'm going to bring you back. And I'm going to, and, and there's more scriptures that we got beside this here tonight. And I, I don't have the time to get them to you. But this was because of this covenant. <coughs> and right now, we're waiting for one other major event to take place in Israel. And that's the rebuilding of the temple. They've got the plans ready. they got the material. I told y'all a few weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, now, you know, they got this DNA testing. And by the way, you know, you can... Um, they got all kinds of places that Ancestry.com is one of them. Uh, you can send for a little kit, and you can take, uh, do the swab and send it off and, uh, for, for the fee, and, and they, can, they can tell you exactly what your, your lineage is going back for thousands of years. Well, <coughs> they're doing that. In Israel right now, DNA testing, guess what, guess, guess what they're testing for? They're testing to see the Jews that are over there, which ones of them can be traced back to the tribe of Levite. Because they, they know that that temple is going to be built. That's going to issue in, folks. That's going to issue in this whole thing, this end time scenario. I mean, it's going to wind up, and we're right here at it. We're right here at it. There's so many things that's come together. A lot of people, things happen a lot. It just they it, they don't never consider to think about it. But to start the sacrifices like they had over there, they've got to have a particular type of animal. And it's got to be a red heifer. And last year, for the first time in 2,000 years, they had another purebred red heifer in Israel. And they are getting them together. Every, everything's coming together. And with all this other stuff that's happening and all the things that's going on, my, my, my. I just, I just wish more folks would understand how close we are to the second coming of Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe, unless I'm gone, unless I go out with a, a, a car accident or something uh, uh, major physical hits hits me, whatever, 
uh, uh, I, I really believe that I'm going to live to see Jesus come. I believe that. I believe we're that close. And there's too many things happening, too many things being fulfilled. And uh, so this covenant here was a covenant that God made with the nation of Israel over that land. And if there's anything that gets me stirred up and gets me angry, it's when I go to the news and I hear the president or somebody else saying, well, Israel needs to give up this, this piece of property here. Or they, the biggest thing they want to do is divide Jerusalem. <coughs> Folks, God made the covenant. And we've been studying about covenants now long enough. You know that God does not back away from any covenant that he makes. Right. So that, that, that basically covers this one tonight. And we're going to be next week talking about the covenant that we're living on. Anybody got any questions?